the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another week. Hopefully there will not be a train derail in your neighborhood. Well, there's a lot of train derailing in Ohio. Uh, we will discuss the latest one in Springfield. It does not appear to be nearly as bad as the one in East Palestine, but it's unsettling. When something with that much power uh, behind it derails, it is always a danger to the community when this happens. And uh, a Democrat may actually have a good point on train derailments. Jared Brown, the senator from Ohio, said on one of the Sunday news shows there might not have been hazardous materials on that train, but perhaps there were hazardous materials on the train before and no longer in it, or at least most of it had been removed. I think it's a fair consideration. It's not wrong to have our sensitivity heightened to terrain derailments and what they mean for the health of the air you breathe and the water that you drink. That is where we begin a Monday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along. Uh, I was over in our 94.5 listening area over the weekend in Vandalia twice. I'll be there a couple times this week. University of Dayton a couple of times, uh, Kettering a couple of times. Always like seeing you and uh, greeting you and having you greet me. Appreciate you guys listening to the show. You can always email the show, Bruce at SalemMedia.com. Bruce at SalemMedia.com and our numbers, 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. You can call that number after the show as well. Leave a message. We will listen to it, and um, if it's show-worthy, we'll play it on the air. Yeah, the train derailed in Springfield on uh, Saturday. Uh, There was somebody sitting at the tracks, sitting at the crossing, videoed it. It was frightening to watch, as uh, I would imagine all train derailments are, thankfully. It did not derail right at the crossing because, as is my fear, the people who um, are stopped by a train typically pull up way too close to the train. And had it derailed right there at the crossing, I think the people videoing it would have been in peril. So that's just a lesson for me. I always stay way back. I always think, if this train derailed, am I back far enough that it wouldn't hit my car? That's my thought. And I've had people pull out around me and go around. That's fine. Go ahead. Uh, I don't want to be in harm's way. I'd prefer you not be in harm's way. But if you're determined to be, okay, there's a reason why I'm back there. It's not that I can't judge spatial distances. It's that I decide that it's not safe, okay? So the cause of the train derailment, uh, still figuring that out. Clark County officials said that uh, four of the cars involved in the derailment were empty, but they previously carried diesel exhaust fluid and wastewater treatment. Okay, so how long are these materials toxic, and do they pose any threat? Certainly not as much as East Palestine, where you had, I can't even calculate, the gallons, the weight, it's all way too frightening. That's why they had to detonate it on site. Clark County Emergency Management Agency Director Michelle Clemens said that there's no short answer to the question, was the state of Ohio notified that this train 
had once carried hazardous chemicals. She said, we are not made aware of every car that comes down the track. They will be in the future if a bipartisan law proposed by Senators J.D. Vance and Sherrod Brown is approved, but we are, I would imagine, a long way from that. Clark County officials said they're only notified if cars are flammable, otherwise they don't know what is previously in them. Here's her quote. They are only required to notify us if they are a highly flammable train car, and that is 20 cars consecutively in the rail with highly flammable fluid or 35 cars throughout the entire train. To my knowledge, this train did not meet that standard, so we were not notified, which is not uncommon. Now, I I don't think that, to me, is sufficient. Like, there have to be 20 cars consecutively that contain flammable liquid in order for Norfolk Southern or any other rail company to notify the residents? Gee, if I'm a rail executive, can anybody think of a way that we could transport flammable chemicals on a train and not have to go through all this bothersome pre-notification screening that, hey, there's a train coming through your neighborhood and there's flammable liquid on it. What's the standard again, Bruce? Oh, the standard is 20 cars consecutively or 35 cars throughout the rail. Hey, wait, I have an idea. What if we do 10 cars and then another car with nothing in it, then 10 cars with flammable liquid, then another car with nothing in it, then 10 cars? Are you following my drift? Are you following my drift? You wouldn't even have to do it that way. You could do it uh, 20, uh, 19 space 19. So come on, like, let's figure out what is the maximum amount of flammable liquid that if derailed, if worst case scenario, you would not have a massive evacuation, massive impact on health and safety of the people around it. And then anything over that anywhere on the train Let's force the rail companies to notify the local communities. That does not seem like a hard conclusion to come to. Maybe they're coming to it. Sometimes we have to have a disaster of epic proportions before we understand that there's a problem and the problem needs to be fixed. And this fix does not appear to be all that difficult. I remember someone early on when the East Palestine situation Mm -hmm. was unfolding saying that, well, you know, what if what if this was tractor trailers? It would take however many hundred tractor trailers on the you know roads and what have you and it's like okay that that doesn't that's not really a good defense there sorry no. we just want you to maybe they need to i've said this before maybe we they need to slow down through yeah. municipalities and don't derail yeah well here's the thing <laughs> i think we passed a mammoth infrastructure deal right um i'm not in favor of spending more money while we are in the midst of the worst inflation in 40 plus years. But if you are going to spend money, if you just have the taxpayer's money burning a hole in the pants of your Democratic blue jeans, then let's spend it on something that actually benefits everyone and infrastructure can benefit everyone. But I'm skeptical when I see repeated train derailment after repeated train derailment. And then I see videos, and again, I don't know where this video was taken, and I don't know if this video was taken recently, but you all saw a video released after the East Palestine train derailment of a rail here in Ohio that was not even sufficient for a toy train, 
Okay. So my question would be, now that we have this, what appears to be, increase in terrain derailments, and we acknowledge that they're very large, very powerful, and when not functioning to maximum capacity, very, very dangerous. Can we undertake, can we be nimble enough, fluid enough, attentive enough to actual issues to do a check of rail safety and maybe divert some of that money? I'm sure there's a woke bridge somewhere that we're building in the name of social justice. Could we divert some of that money to making sure or putting the onus on the rail companies? I don't think they're hurting for money if they're as profitable as I think they are, then could we at least do some kind of a federal inspection of the rails and make sure that the rails are indeed safe? Now, you're not going to prevent all accidents. I get it. I get it. But could we just at least attend to the things that seem to be prudent that you or I would do if we owned a rail company? I think when we get to the point, and I'm not I'm not Mr. Regulation, I'm not Mr. You know, government, look over the shoulder of private companies every single time, but this is, is this not like four train derailments in Ohio in the last, what, couple of years? That's a lot. To me, that's a lot. I, I have, think one a year is too many. I have a statistic here in front of me that rail accidents are um, actually relatively common in the U.S., through, though the consequences are seldom so dramatic. Bureau of Transportation stats say an average of 1,704 accidents a year derailments a year now most of them are not hazmat that's six a day so okay and that's 1700 a year 48 contiguous 48 50 states yeah but 1700 a year six a day that's i know six a day is a problematic number i i I, I think so too maybe i don't know enough about rail but i think six a day is a very problematic number that to me indicates that not everything is being done from a pick your pick your favorite training perspective from a rail safety perspective, from a regulation perspective, maybe they like Pam said, maybe they're going through certain areas way too fast. Maybe they're navigating curves or whatever way yeah. too fast. I don't know. Could we do a study on whether we're derailing in the same places all the time? Could we look at that? So we're very happy. Nothing. Nobody in East Palestine was killed by the train derailment, which to me is a miracle given how close people live to those tracks. Same thing in Springfield. I noticed one particular place where the cars were. There was like a building. It looked like a brick building, maybe a business or something, but it was pretty close to the tracks. Didn't look like it was damaged. But this is a problem, and if you don't attend to it and smartly address it, then eventually we're going to have a worse catastrophe than we had in East Palestine. So they're cleaning it up in Springfield. The uh, Norfolk Southern folks say that there were a small number of plastic pellets that still need to be picked up. It's not hazardous, but it's being monitored. One pellet car, they say, has affected the soil. They'll be on site making sure that the soil has not been impacted. That's the Ohio EPA speaking. So, again, uh, we're sensitive to this because it was so bad before. Well, it should not surprise you that the people who are going to be pushing for a ballot measure to make abortion legal in Ohio are uh, lying to you. I guess when you uh, prioritize killing children in the womb, uh, truth is, of course, a foreign concept to you. 
But the stuff that they would advocate for, I think, is a big overreach, and I certainly hope that this measure will not pass. Now, we're going to need a lot of people to get out to the polls because you and I both know that if this makes the ballot, and they still have some work to do on signatures and all that, but they have um, gotten the okay from Dave Yost, the Attorney General of the State of Ohio, for their ballot language. So you have to submit the ballot language, and you have to get it. Uh, you have to get enough people to sign the petition in the beginning to show that this is a worthwhile effort. So they've gone through some of the steps. They have more steps to go through, but there's no doubt in my mind. I mean, just do you think that, oh, what, they won't have enough uh, people advocating for the killing of children? Like, give me a break. Do you think that Planned Parenthood won't come up with whatever money they need in order to get people to sign the petition? Or they won't be able to afford the right lawyers to jump through every hoop that is an impediment to them getting this on the ballot? So you know it's going to be on the ballot. But what does it do? Well, it it pretty much makes Ohio, California, or New York, where abortions will be allowed at any stage of pregnancy, uh, for any reason, yes, without notifying the parents, if your minor child is pregnant. Oh, and as a special added woke bonus, uh, decisions about your reproductive rights will also apply to gender reassignment surgery. Now, see, I guess, you know, if you're a man and you want to cut off the uh, anatomy that God gave you, I mean, that is a reproductive decision. You are deciding you'll never reproduce if you're a woman and you want to be made into a fake man. That also is a reproductive decision. It's a horrible decision, a very self-damaging decision, but it is a reproductive decision. Yeah, they're right about that. So there are those who will push back against this. Hopefully the uh, authentic faith community throughout the state of Ohio will push back against this. But let me just go through some of the things that are in this. It would take Ohio's law for parental consent off the books, and it would forbid mothers and fathers from being able to have a say or any knowledge if their daughter seeks an abortion. So you've got a 15-year-old girl. She gets pregnant. She's scared. She's ashamed. She doesn't want you to know. Uh, She will be taken to a Planned Parenthood clinic by somebody saying, you know, we can take care of this. Your parents never have to know. A school counselor. Is it outside the realm of possibility the school counselor would interview and say, oh, you're pregnant? You don't want your parents to know this. Don't worry. I'll take you in. It's just really easy. They'll have have no idea. If you have any pain at all, just tell them you have a stomach ache. They'll go to your room. No, No worries. Parents do not need to be notified. That's disgusting. The uh, people on the pro side, uh, pro life side of the aisle, uh, also push back on the fact that no longer would girls have to be screened and counseled by a licensed doctor in order to be referred to a local hospital or to an abortion provider. Right now, you have to be screened by a local doctor. They would get rid of that. Gee, why would they want to get rid of that? I thought they were all about health care. I thought they were all about like you know. No, they're about killing that child. Killing that child. Uh, Would allow for late-term abortion up until the moment of birth. Up until the moment of birth. I said they were going for broke. I wasn't kidding. Reproductive decisions in the amendment's language 
will also include gender change issues as well. So add those two together. You have a 14-year-old girl. This would be harder because, I mean, it would really be hard to hide the gender reassignment surgery after it's done or even while it's done. But am I to put two and two together here that if the parents don't have to be notified about reproductive decisions and gender reassignment surgery is a reproductive decision, then a child, if they wanted to, could go in and get a gender reassignment surgery without the parents being told. Now, you know they would be told after the fact because the kid would, I would think, be in the hospital. I don't think that's outpatient surgery. But this is just disgusting and vile. And hopefully we will have enough funding on the anti side of this particular issue that people will be keenly aware of what they are voting for if they vote for this because it will be held up as a woman's right to choose just between her and her doctor. It's not really anything that anybody else should have any input on. What does her abortion have to do with you and all those kinds of things? You know, all the familiar lies that they have managed to successfully get past people all the years to make abortion the complete scar upon our nation that it is. Uh, The abortion lobby also will put into the language of this law uh, words that will make it appear that, you know, if you don't vote for this and you have a miscarriage, you won't even be able to go to the doctor. They won't even be able to care for you under Ohio's current law. You will be violating the law. You could have a miscarriage. You could want to have your child have a miscarriage, and you wouldn't be able to go and get health care for that miscarriage. That is a lie. That is a lie. It is a lie. It was a lie when they told you back, oh, remember the 10-year-old girl? Oh, the 10-year-old girl. The 10-year-old girl who was raped by her mom's boyfriend or acquaintance, she, remember, had to go to Indiana to get an abortion because, oh, we were in that immediate aftermath of the overthrow of Roe versus Wade. And if a doctor had performed an abortion on her, well, that doctor would have been legally liable. That was a lie. That was a complete lie. You do not have to have a child if you are impregnated by someone who rapes you. That was and is Ohio law. You are not getting an abortion or anything like an abortion If you have a child die in your womb, miscarry that child, and then you want to go and get care of it. That is not an abortion. And it's disgusting and vile when I see pro-life activists and people who have lived and authentically uh, stood for things that are decidedly pro-life. Someone like Jessica Duggar of uh, 16 Kids and Counting or 18 Kids and Counting fame. She had a child. She lost a child. She went to the hospital to get that taken care of. And, oh, look, Jessica Duggar, hypocrite, had an abortion. That's not an abortion, okay? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.